Today on Penny Dreadful, we talk about sickness, sex, and shootouts. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, Dreadfuls. Welcome back to the Demi Mind. We are here at After Buzz TV talking about Penny Dreadful, yeah. season three, episode six. No beasts so fierce. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. You can follow my beautiful co-host. Hi, I'm Angela Struck. You can find me on Twitter at the Angela Struck and on Instagram at Angela Struck. Hi, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me on Twitter at Joel Monique and on Instagram underscore Joel Monique. Hey guys, it's Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Excellent. This was a great. I love the fact that everyone was pretty much back in this episode. Well balanced, but quick thoughts. Renee, let's start with you. I love this episode. I thought it was a great Lily episode, and Mm. I cannot wait to talk about her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Great shootout scenes, which are like just everything to me. I'm so, so excited that we got a second one. Two weeks in a row of shootouts. I'm about that. Yes. Oh, I'm just excited that Hecate is gone. Oh, <laughs> bye, <on>? demon, bye. <laughs> um, go back to Vanessa, Ethan. So that's that's uh, it was good for me. I liked it. Yes, and welcome back. Thank you. Um, we missed you. Uh, I, I like this. The, I like the fact that we finally had everybody together. Yeah. Me too. Or not together, just like on, on the, the screen. Yeah. Yes. Really yeah. Nice. So, and, and I think there was a lot of stories, but they were all pretty well balanced. Yeah. 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 For sure. But let's let's talk about John Clare first because he was the shortest oh, amount on gosh. screen today. John, poor guy, oh. heartbreaking. <laughs> Literally, ugh, the acting in that is so amazing. He's so incredible. Yes. Um, but that was just really hard to watch, honestly. It was watching. I mean, watching your son and your son not even realizing that's you, but kind of actually knows it's you, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yes, I feel very bad for him, obviously. It was a very sad scene. But, like, you look, you do look like a monster. Like, of course, if the sun opens his eyes, he's going to be frightened. I would be frightened. It's very, again, very sad, but, like, I imagine that that would happen. But it's apparent watching a child choking, dying, potentially, if he didn't get in some water and his own blood and everything. Yeah, I mean, he had to step in. I I didn't think he had much of a choice there to be watching that. Um, But And there was that beautiful moment, but then... uh, I guess maybe he was so foggy, his son, um, mm-hmm. when he needed water that or he delirious. couldn't yeah, see exactly. And then once he regained his vision, I guess. I think one of the more heartbreaking lines was from, from the son was like, are you an angel? Mm. And they told me, angels are coming for me soon. And I, I hoped, hoped it would be you. you. Oh. oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So many layers of like him missing his dad, but also like him wanting to die and then Having to watch John here, like, I just don't want to be here. Like, whew, it got uh, me. It was, it was really emotional. I really, I, I like the scene a lot. I'm hoping that we get a little bit of, like, season one John back, where mm-hmm. he was like, I will tear down doors and, like, do whatever I have to to survive. And I'm hoping that he will get that medicine for his son. I hope so. I, I mean, I, I would like to see that. It was really sad to see him break down alone in the street, yeah. in the alleyway. Just to see such a vulnerable side. Of John Clare. I was just gonna say, yeah, the what when we um, saw the episode with just him and Vanessa in the asylum, mm-hmm. 
we got such a glimpse at who John Clare was before he became the creature that you just sympathize with him even more because he was such a beautiful, sweet, poetic person. Yeah, yeah and that's who we saw today yeah. in this episode for sure. Yeah. We, we saw more of a family man mm-hmm. in, of John Clare in this episode. Yeah. Uh, really sad. I hope the best for the son. Yeah. yeah. That's another story that we'll probably pick up. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll get more insight into what happens. Yes, but let's get into an exciting story with Victor. Ugh. Victor, Victor. My goodness. All right. He, we see him actually, first of all, talking to Jekyll. Yeah. They believe they have a strong enough serum to now finally use on Lily. <laughs> We have been saying this from the beginning, that this yeah. plan was not going to work. <laughs> well, it's foolishness, in, just pure yeah, silliness. In what world did he think that he'd just be able to waltz in, grab Lily, this ferocious woman, and just drag her back submissively? I mean, to- even if the girls hadn't been there, like, I'm trying to get into Victor's head and be like, okay, so I'm somehow going to get past Dorian, yeah. sneak this under her nose, like... She's lightning fast and super strong and incredibly smart. Like, where? What was your plan? Yeah, like you this, got there, no you plan. broke in. Then what, Victor? He's love struck. He can't. He's not thinking rationally. It's television. You know? That's yeah. fair. Gosh. Yeah. But I, I felt like Jekyll was kind of like. like foreshadowing I guess he kind of just predicted that this was not going to go as well I mean he thought that Victor wouldn't have the ability to do it but I think he just sensed all around this wasn't a great plan the physical smart and has common sense also drugging and like bringing someone back to be the version of them you wish they were it's a whole bunch of ethical lines Victor like I don't know what love we'll just chalk it up to that yeah so, so we do see Victor his plan goes awry but, I mean, that takes us pretty much to Dorian and Lily. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, this time around, there are more women they have recruited. What do you think of Ooh. Lily's logic and mentality of trying to train these women, pretty much turning them against every man possible yeah. in this universe of theirs? Yeah. I have a fun, free self-defense class. You know? <laughs> I would take that. Uh, twisted self-defense. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's pretty, it's getting pretty out of hand, if you ask me, <laughs> and pretty ferocious. Um, I, I, Dorian has lost all control in his own oh, house. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, these women are going to rise up against him, and I think you and I both kind of felt that he was looking at uh, Victor not wanting him to get killed, because he sees that he could come in handy in the future in taming Lily if she gets too out of hand. Yeah, because we do see the shot when uh, the Justine was pretty much slicing Dorian's neck open, <laughs> actually drawing blood. Yeah. And then Lily says the line, like, who else? What, what was it? Oh, I wrote that down. Um, I'm finding it in my notes here. But pretty much, like, who else? Well, can... then who would the others practice yes, on? Who, oh, yeah. Who what a great line. Yeah. Dorian's, uh, just... Dorian's face. Dorian's face. Yeah. So how he's been demeaned to just a doll to practice on mm-hmm. when Rough he views himself as the immortal on this other level, you know, like Lily. I don't know. He thinks he's above them, but I think soon. Yes. I was wondering that about him uh, feeling above above everyone else or above even Lily, but I don't even, I think now he's just below Lily and that's what's bugging him. I think they were kind of equals I mean, I think they're. I think he's very twisted and a terrible person. But I think that they were equals, and now he's realizing he's completely losing the power altogether. And he yes. does want to get back to that equality. I don't think it's a matter of like letting um, 
losing all of Lily's power, but he just doesn't want all of these new women to just take over and him not right. even well, needed it. And anymore. now Justine is a powerhouse. Yeah. Like she quickly she went is. from like, mm-hmm. okay, to like one of my favorite characters. Like her wearing that suit, first of all, was amazing. Like I really like the cut of it. I like that she was choosing to wear a suit and kind of step into a man's role and I thought that was really dope. But I I feel like uh Dorian has to now compete for Lily's affection, which I can't think that mm-hmm. he pictured a world where that was ever going to be a possibility <laughs> exactly, in the yeah. future for him. Um, I'm kind of rooting for Justine. But what did you guys really? think about her? <laughs> yeah, I was not rooting for her. No. I mean, I, I think she's she should kind of calm down a little bit. They kind of saved her and brought her in. Don't bite the fan that, that don't bite the hand that feeds you, right? Absolutely. Um, but I was going to ask, what did you think about her in the suit? Because that's almost her trying to be a man. When I feel like that group of women are kind of celebrating their femininity. Yeah, I think that that was more so to show just how strong she is. And yeah. I, I, I think it's a power struggle between Justine and even Lily because we see Dorian's even having problems with mm. this. But I think it's to exude a more stronger sense of self. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I guess erase the lines. Yeah. Well, she probably never had a lot of choice in what she was going to wear or put on her body mm-hmm. either. And as she's stepping into this role and now she finally has power for the first time mm-hmm. in her life, I can definitely see her being like, oh, put on a suit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in charge now. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's strength. I mean, heck, I yeah. wear a blazer every single day, but it, it empowers me. So right. I, I completely believe in wardrobe helping like raise people's yeah, sense of self. Yeah. And what was the we see this power struggle with Dorian. Do you think this is the start of a disconnect and their oh, yeah. relationship is slowly coming apart? Yeah, it's so clear something that, bad's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's really clear to me that Dorian has like no longer understands Lily as she is as a person. Like the whole fact that he can't see that she like is going to take care of these girls. He's like, well, we could get rid of it. It'd just be the two of us. She started something and she's gonna finish. Like she's yeah. building a literal army. There's no going back for her mm-hmm. at this point. And the fact that he thinks that they can just go off and do something entirely different, or that Lily would even want to ever give that up. Like they yeah. could, but that's not who Lily is now. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if if Lily's true to what she's saying, Dorian did, you know, have her take these erotic pictures when she was Brona. Yes. So I mean, he is their <laughs> target. <laughs> Um, Very true, and I love I love how you brought that up too because that's also in my notes the parallelism because even Justine was like the the taking those photos and then going back for your own self pleasure and whatnot. Uh-huh. I was like that's yeah. exactly what Dorian did in the very first episode, right? Of his, so I think maybe the woman might turn on Dorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wonder if Dorian is actually just part of Lily's plan. And so she got him on her team for now to eventually turn on him with her army because he can't just be taken down. Yeah. Not like a normal person. Yeah. Would that be karma for Dorian? Just uh, his character in and of himself? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Dorian at all. And I really don't like But I love Lily. Lily. What makes you not like Dorian? Because she's amazing. She is. Huh? What makes you not like Dorian? I just... I don't, again, I don't see any, I don't see him having any empathy, whereas I do see Lily having a lot of empathy, and she's relating to these girls, not just trying to use and manipulate them. Yes, she is using them, I guess, as pawns, but I do think she cares about them, and I think we really saw that in this episode with Justine. She understands what they went through, she understands what they're going through, and they can relate to each other in that sense. Dorian, they have nothing in common aside from the fact that they're both sociopaths. And I think that Dorian needs to go. Yeah, and yeah. these women are coming to her. Like, it's not like she's out in the streets, like, you need to join me. They're like, and uh, I liked her new nickname, the white lady or the pale lady. I thought pale that lady. was really nice. Um, 
So I, I, I also I'm with you. I'm uh, by Dorian. Like bye. you could go back and join up with like the main squad. I'm totally fine with that. Go have your own mini adventure. But I want to see Lily and her army of women just taking down people. Like really oh, so like it. Funny. Yeah. I don't feel that way at all. It's so funny. Um, we shouldn't I just, feel that way. Yeah, <laughs> the I mean, chat is with you guys. I she, love bad guys. She has empathy too. only for herself. That I mean, she's really only seen her side of things. Um, and it's like anybody that stands in my way. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of, I don't know. It's interesting to see it two different ways. But I think that I did like that Dorian, I thought, showed some empathy. Now, maybe it was also for his own selfish motives that maybe he wants to use Victor later. But he did spare his life or, or was pleading with Lily. In debt. Yes. He's, and which he will call upon. So that is something that we'll see in the right. future. Right. Yes. Yeah. I like the side of Dorian that there is a vulnerable side. So maybe he will turn good. Yeah. So and I, I saw that this episode. Way. Yes. I, I usually I, don't I, like him, but I did tonight. I definitely like, saw a sense of vulnerability, and that was good. I don't know. I, I just know. think he's such a misogynist. He's just like a jerk. And, like, when he killed his lover what last season, I was like, that was my, like, done point with Dorian. I was like, I don't like you anymore. I really mm-hmm. like that character. I needed her to stick around and be amazing and powerful. And he killed her, and I wasn't prepared for it. And then after that, emotionally, I was just shut off from Dorian. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not a fan of Dorian. I don't even think... I think the only reason we saw his vulnerable side, again, is because he finally had to get off his high horse. He was pushed (laughs) off by Lily. And now he's like, oh, uh, I don't have any uh, power anymore. What do I do? That's what I think the vulnerable side was coming from. But do you think Dorian is redeemable? I do. I thought I saw a different side of him. Um, and maybe he's been humbled, you know, to he's going to have a new approach to things. I don't know. We will see. This but table is very split. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's true. It's true. Not just this side, color. we think he's redeemable. Yes. You two. On the, no. no. He's a lost cause. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I want to see, and I think we this, I don't want to say this is a prediction, but I think we're, we're going to see a better side of Dorian. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. And I think he's going to unite with I Victor. think he'll come around. Turn a new leaf. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to picture what he what he turns into next. And I guess maybe that's my... Good. My guess. Just a I good person. No. 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 <laughs> I'd like to hope for the best. Yeah. Right? I appreciate it. Here. I appreciate it. I don't have any hope for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't see it. Mm. Yeah, just one more quick note. Um, I love the ballroom scene and how it looked. It just looked gorgeous. Oh, it was so Gothic. pretty. Their dance was amazing, and the song was really kind of surprising to me because it was light and kind mm-hmm. of skippy, and like I, it's such a heavy like emotions in that house and dark things going on, and so to have that music and to see the kind of passion between the two of them, I really liked it. Yeah, I, I think that ballroom has had way more personalities than a lot of these characters. Yeah, just like in look and whatnot, yeah. it yeah. looks so different every time you see it, which always conveys a different tone of for whatever scene we're watching. It's true. They can light it very differently for whatever mm-hmm. their purpose is. And it really changes the I mean, whole if, tone. Yeah, if you remember, like, season one, Vanessa was in that room a lot and was very romantic. Yeah. And now, turn it into season three, it's very dark and yeah. murderous. It's, yeah. It has definitely it. different looks and personalities and tones. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. All right, let's get to Vanessa, then. Yay! Vanessa. Also, Girl. Oh. 
She yeah. looked so nice. <laughs> she did. She looked, she really looked beautiful. Her hair looked gorgeous. She was wearing a bright, light color. Her makeup looked nice. She looked at peace. Her lighting was better. It yeah. was warm. It was yeah. warm orange color. So, like, maybe some sense of hope. Yeah. She's kind of finding herself a mm-hmm. bit. But I found it really sad that she even realized that she doesn't have her friends and family. Oh, yeah. The ones that you love. Yeah. But she, she goes needs to, them. Yeah, she goes to Dr. Seward. Which yeah. It's so great to see that she had the sense to go there. And um, not to Dr. Sweet first. We, we were all holding our breaths. Hold, oh, yeah. Hoping no. It, wasn't Dr. it was a Sweet. tense moment for that reveal. I'm like, who yeah. was sitting across from her? Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I was like, it's going to be Dr. Sweet. It's going to be Dr. Sweet. <laughs> and I was so happy as Dr. Seward, but terrible advice, Dr. Seward. She has terrible no way of advice. knowing. She oh. doesn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Dr. Seward's definitely jaded because she killed her own husband with the with cleaver. With the cleaver! So you much know. respect! So cool! <laughs> Didn't you think it was slightly bad writing, I will say, in that Vanessa is so cunning and so clever and always can kind of, you know, be a step ahead. Mm-hmm. And when they described when her new friend, Catriona, or Catriana, yes. whatever, Catriana. described Dracula as this seductor, or seductor, what is the male version of seducer seducer yes seducer a strategist i mean it was literally spot on Mm -hmm. for what um dr sweet has been you know the role he's been playing in her life right now so i don't know that she didn't put two and two together i know it's just amazing she hasn't figured this out yet I agree, but I think what they're doing is setting it up for an even more epic reveal, and which I'm going to be really excited for. I definitely think she's going to figure it out before she is a victim of any sort, and I think it'll be a way better scene when she does, as opposed to just some woman kind of giving her hints about it for her to be like, I know who it is, because I feel like that would have been less... Sure, but then I almost feel like the writers shouldn't have had her exposed so much just because she's so intelligent. I I feel like she would be able to see that a mile away at that point. Just to play devil's advocate, because I agree with you at this point, I'm like, open your eyes, it's right there. Um, But she also... uh, when they're having sex on the floor, there's there's a sense of like she really needed this, like that she's been so cut off and she starved from love. She's lonely for yeah. sure. And so it has some guy who's like, I care about you just the way you are, without anything changing, and I believe you, which yeah. is such a struggle for her. I can under I can make the leap of like, okay, she's in a bad place and yeah. she is attaching herself to this. Yeah, I guess the argument would be that she doesn't want to see it because he is such a master seducer and strategist mm-hmm. so I guess that would be the point like what yeah. you're saying that she needs it so badly but I, for me I, I thought I agree, she no. would have seen it yes. totally let's talk about the sex scene though um, very dark dirty on the floor of the surrounded by animals museum. very of the reminiscent by of her dead. first sexual encounter yeah. yes. in the in room season with one. all the dead animals it's so. like in exactly. the billiard room with all the hunting stuff yeah yes yeah um, very reminiscent of that. I, I love the parallelism, but yeah. how different the the guys are that she mm-hmm. chooses, even though the the situations are somewhat the same. Wasn't she on top this time, she and was. in the previous time, he was on top when she loses her virginity? Yeah. I feel like I yes. remember more of a male figure The first time that. was the male. Yes. And then this time she was on top. But if you remember in season one when she had sex with Dorian, she was on top as well. Yes. And, and then she's she a different it. woman now yeah, in, the, in the last several years. Yeah. But what did you think of the scene and how she even reacted at the end of it? To be honest, I just, knowing who Dr. Sweet was the whole time, I just, it just made me sad. Because she, that scene uh, where she was first talking to him, or no, Dr. Seward, and she was talking about how she 
every man that she's let in has disappointed her. And you're just like, he's going to, too. So that whole scene, I just kept thinking, this poor girl is going to have trust issues for the rest of her life if it doesn't end soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need Ethan to get back. Yeah. Please. I don't even want him to be Soon. her white horse. I just want her to be like, oh, there is that other guy, though. Like, if she could just be, like, split her attention a little bit. Because I... I need her. It needed to come from within her. Like, I need her to be her own hero. That's kind of... The show's been really great about doing that. But now that she's kind of, like, pitted between two guys, I'm, I'm concerned. Like, I'm worried. Does anyone know exactly what Dracula wants to do with Vanessa? I mean, would he treat her nicely, or Drink is he her like blood they want to feed off become her, her bride? bride. Yeah. yeah, her. She becomes. I'm his just bride. wondering her options right now. No, <laughs> not many. Maybe it's not, not the many. worst alternative for her. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, it's really know. sad. But what do you think? Yeah, and uh, um, to that, what do you think of Vanessa actually telling Doctor Sweet? about Dracula and asking these questions, now knowing it, well, we know that he is Dracula. But the fact that she's actually opening up and t- spilling these dark secrets, too. That's, he's going, he's, his plan is going just as he wanted it to, I think, mm-hmm. you know? I think his reaction should have been a tell-all. Who is that calm when someone says they're being oh, hunted his, by something that wants to suck your blood? His poker well, face was A-plus. Yeah. It was A-plus. I was like, you are <laughs> exactly. keeping it all in together, sir. I... I think that she, I could get, some part of me is, like, happy for her, because at least she still has the ability to trust, like, the ability to go out there and try, even though we know that this is not going to end well. Like, either she'll, she'll, whatever the outcome, she'll be crushed when the truth is is brought to light. So I I do feel bad in that sense, but also I'm glad that Vanessa can still be a person and still try to make connections. I'm hoping this doesn't kill it inside of her. Uh. I also, don't you guys kind of think it's a cool parallelism between Hecate seducing Ethan and Dr. Sweet seducing Vanessa, they're both kind of without one another. Like, when they're not together, mm-hmm. they're really susceptible to mm-hmm. Very true. falling well, victim. We also know that evil seduces. Right. Yeah. More than, As, yeah. you know, than good. So e- evil's always the seducer. Good is the harder choice, right? Yes. Often. It is. Fortunately. You have to choose good. Yeah. But be good. Yeah. Um, but you, we quickly mentioned Cat- Catriona Hardigan. What do we think of this character? I love her so much. Amazing. She's, She's fabulous. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see more of her. Me too. Mm-hmm. I love her makeup, by the way. It was just such a subtle, smoky eye. Props to whoever her makeup artist was. Right? Loved it. And I like that kind of modern, as far as like, she, she's clearly moving ahead in the century yeah. of everybody else. She's got the most modernized look. Short hair. She felt very like 30s, like um, roaring, or roaring 20s yeah, kind yeah. of like, yeah. 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 Um, I loved her introduction, the fact that she was playing against another male in fencing, such a classy, like one of the well-renowned sports or any event in, you know, London and whatnot. But the fact that she's on equal playing fields, literally, Mm -hmm. against men in that society, and she beats him. Mm -hmm. So it already establishes that she's a strong woman and she will go out of her way or do whatever it takes to be on top in that way. But she wins by cheating. She too. wins by cheating. And she's which is comfortable great. with it. But she's a, <laughs> yes, she's very okay she's, with it. At whatever means necessary to win. I can't remember exactly what she said, but isn't that rather the point or something? Yes. Like to win and she's not willing or she's willing to do whatever she has to to, to cheat, succeed. Cheat Dracula together. 
So what do we think of Vanessa and Catriona pairing up for this? I would love that, and I hope that we see more of them together so soon. So much more. I have to tell you that my fangirl brain instantly shipped them. I was like, be a couple, because <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> but but I, I do hope they get to be friends and take down people, and the fact that she was fighting with dual blades was so dope. Like, we rarely get to see that in fencing and stuff, and props to the fight master, because that scene was so well done. I really like that the camera established the taller, bigger guy as our hero. Mm. Like, oh, cool, some, like, rugged dude is going to be able to help Vanessa through this. And then this tiny woman who's so fierce and just amazing was like, nah, I got this. Mm. Yes. I think it's interesting that they casted a woman with the same physical stature as Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, there are a lot of similarities between them, yeah. and I think that was really... Yeah. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. Totally. I, I would love to see these two pair up in future episodes, just a take on Dracula. That'd be awesome. But more so, Vanessa just needs a friend, another mm-hmm. woman companionship, because yes, she's she very lonely. She just needs another person to talk to other than her ther- therapist. Yeah. Yeah. You can't only have your therapist as a friend. I mean, you can, but she she needs another person, uh, another strong female influence in her life. Speaking of that, why is Lyle leaving? I was so sad about that. I love Lyle. Lyle. We finally got him back. I would be like, leaving again. Lyle is leaving to set something else up. Yeah. You do not go to Imhotep's tomb in this era. And we haven't, as much as we did a little bit with the Egypt stuff in season one. Like, Egypt was, like, the thing to yeah. be, like, discover and, and unbury I'm tombs. Annette. You're yeah. right. And now we have I'm Imhotep. Right. I'm, I'm thinking this will be the launch for next season. Mm, we'll absolutely. See. I see, yeah. Yes. Uh, leaving indefinitely. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You need no, get back here, sir. She needs she to not you now. Yeah. Yes. But um, I, I think because that opened the door to bringing Catriona into the picture. Mm. But, yeah, we'll miss you, Lyle. Please come back. Yes. Because you are an asset to the show. (laughs) All right, anything else about Vanessa? But we we did learn a little bit about Dracula, you know, from from Catriona. The fact that, well, we all know that Dracula is the founder, but he he was the Holy Romans and Ottomans faced together, Mm -hmm. more pitted against each other. Yeah. But he's the cause of all this. Mm Mm-hmm. So. I loved that she was a fencer, too, because just that... Sport is all about like, you know, knowing your your um, opponent's opponent. next move, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's what Vanessa, you know, is usually pretty good at is sensing where her opponent is yeah. gonna Someone attack her in next. The chat, uh, I'm gonna say your name wrong, so I apologize. Uh, Santibella says maybe Vanessa has her suspicions and is trying to draw him Dracula out by playing at his game. I would really like this to be true. Um, to see Vanessa, like, pull, like, a double thing with somebody, especially someone as powerful as Dracula, especially after having seen him in her vision. Even though we, she didn't get the physical form of him, she did, she now understands who he is as a person. It would be really cool if in, like, two episodes she was like, nope, gotcha. I'd be like, what? Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that's true. I that like that That would be theory. amazing writing then. That'd then be, we were all schooled. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice, but we haven't physically seen any moments of Vanessa picking up on right. Dr. Sweet. Yeah, I would think that more so if we didn't see that scene with Dr. Seward, where Dr. Seward had to pretty much convince her into disclosing this information to mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Sweet to begin with. Otherwise, I would really hope that was the case. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
But Vanessa just needs to be with the people who love her. Mm. Yes. Which we, like, eventually we'll see everybody together. Why doesn't she go to Victor, too? I know. Victor Victor's always has kind of her. Good for, he's lonely, too, Vanessa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to say that one thing, though. I did like how he was pleading to um, Lily, saying, my serum will help you forget all the misery. And, and she had just spoken about how she can't forget these yep. um, trials and tribulations she went through as Brona. So... Mm-hmm. I liked that. Yeah, I like the line, I want I my like scars that. to show. I mm. thought that was a really nice visual description line. of where And you where can literally see at. her scars. Yeah. yeah. Her scars mm-hmm. are very open there. Uh, Dr. Sweet did mention that the the um, the exhibit that they're displaying will be the House of Night Creatures. Mm. So we have the wolves and the bats and All probably raven creatures, maybe. Yeah. So I think something's about to go down in that museum. Mm. He also dropped the L-bomb after one date. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. You if literally yelled at I don't know what is. <laughs> They've met a couple times now. Renee so. was like, what day? It's been one what? day. I mean, <laughs> if it happens in How to Get, How I Met Your Mother, it can happen in this show. So. Ooh, yeah. Natasha Neal says of Lyle going to Egypt that maybe he will bring a mummy back with him. Ooh. We'll get mummies huh. next season. Or maybe That'd he'll just bring back unwanted spirits that followed him. Okay. Mm. That'd make for an interesting yes. yeah. We could only hope. Ooh. Okay. All right. So let's get to the shootout. With well, first of all, let's just get to Ethan. Ethan back home with his father. <laughs> Whether we had the cliffhanger of last week's episode, if his father was going to shoot him, turns out that didn't happen. But we know, we know it, it wasn't going to happen because we still have the rest of the season to get mm-hmm. through. Um, but what do you think of that intense, awkward dinner scene? Okay. First of all, um, <laughs> she turned the page. I'm just wondering, who takes, uh, who's like, hey, prisoner, let's have dinner together. You're arresting them. Why are you eating dinner with them? This detective story makes no sense. I think it's, you guys, though, Wild West. There's no restaurant you can go to. You're out, like, miles and miles away from anything. They're kind of like, well, we're here, we have to eat. Like, oh, and I think the, I think the father knew all along nobody's walking in and out of here. Well, I mean, yes. his whole goal was, that. you know, your your last supper. Like, I'll feed you and then I'll kill you. It but really the inspector should have been a little more on it. Like, you're great at yeah. talking. You're just stupid. But I think I that he knew that the father is no match for Ethan and Hecate and even Sir Malcolm and the inspector. You know, I, I think he knew that these guys were a lot more sophisticated than the father, so I don't think... He was kind of like, let me get my popcorn and watch and see what happens. But my thing is, he didn't eat. Like, he he didn't... Like, he <laughs> sat down at the table, let the prisoners sit down at the table. Did, like, you need to be loading them up and out. Like, being in this house is death. Like, people just it die was. here, at least from our perspective. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I feel it's a little weird to be like, and that will sit. I'm not going to eat. Um, Malcolm didn't eat. So it's just the dad and Hecate and Ethan. But, but they, he was sitting there with a gun. It was a power play, it, don't you think? It was. It definitely was. But that's what I've been saying all along, that Rusk and Osto, they are no threats whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. What are they still right. doing there? That I mean, that was my first thought as well. <laughs> what an awkward family dinner. Yeah. I would have hated to be at that table. I think that we saw that Ethan isn't the evil person that he's trying to be or thinks that he potentially can be because if he was, he would have summoned the snakes and done all of that immediately. And then Hecate would have probably gotten out alive and it would have all been done. Do you really think that? Because, I mean, his father put him on the spot to say grace and he purposely said everything opposite of what yeah. the Our Father is. The like, just Lord's to be spiteful. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're committing so many sins right now just reciting this. 
But do you think now Ethan himself has lost all of his faith? But he didn't kill his father in the house of God. And I thought that was a meaningful act. I think he could have easily, if he was as devilish as he, you know, is saying he is, he could have pulled that trigger. So I definitely felt Ethan was performing. Like he had a friend in Hecate, somebody who was like, I will help feed this hate that you feel in Mm -hmm. your heart and I'll help you act on it so you can get that out of your system. And that feels good when you're that upset and you're that alone to just be like, we hate together (laughs) and like, we'll be a team. Um, But it definitely felt like a facade the entire time to me. Even, Even in reciting the prayer, it was like a little boy like, egging on his father like I bet you won't do something and they're both threatening to kill each other the whole time and neither one can do it like which I actually really like because a lot of times in shows like this it's like and now you're dead but here it's like there's clearly so much love and so much but so much hurt and so much damage that can't be Mm -hmm, overcome exactly um so I, I really like the dinner scene, as awkward and as uncomfortable it was. And Ethan and Hecate just chowing down while everyone else is like, I don't know <laughs> They're what just to do. used to it, I guess. <laughs> but I, I loved the one shot where the guy's like, oh, there will be a reckoning right before the end of the night. He's just like, oh, yeah. Bam. Done. We don't need you like, anymore. And, no, and then like, all right, can somebody pass the bread? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Again, I said, Asta, he's pointless. Yeah. Um, I like that though. That was nice. I think that was just this the start of you know everything that was about to go down. Yeah. But I did love the shot where they, it was the camera trick when they went from normal Hecate to Nightcomer. Hecate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in one false sweep, which really set everything off. Bye, girl. Bye. I'm so happy <laughs> she's dead. Ethan, go back to Vanessa. Did anyone else feel like her death? Like, I'm glad she's gone. Anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Yeah. She was such a fearsome warrior this whole time. I really felt like... I just felt like, oh, shot to the heart is what kills her? Yeah. Is that the whole time? Totally agree. Literally. I thought that was very lackluster. But what do you think her of her last line? Hell awaits us both. What a sweet last line <laughs> yeah. before you die. <laughs> Parting I mean, words. But this whole season, we were like, we're, the end is near, the end is near. Maybe she's saying it's only going to be a minute. Like, soon hell will be on earth. I'm going to come back. Don't worry. Ooh. That was kind of how I took it. Is oh. like, hell, like, no matter what, like, hell is coming and I'm going to be there. And you'll be there soon, too. I don't think it's coming. I think that <laughs> Ethan's going to get back with Vanessa. I think her being out of his periphery and his everyday encounter is going to make him lose, as you said. It was kind of like a. I hate you kind of thing, like very mm-hmm. immature, um, and I don't think that, I don't think he's going to stick to that. Yeah, m- me neither. I, I think, well, well, actually, what do you think of Sir Malcolm's influence in this episode? He was talking back to Jared, the father's like, hey, be careful, because I used to be like that. I, I tried to guilt my son, and that didn't turn out well for me. Don't do the same thing. But then son. he didn't know the whole story. I know, he didn't. His face when he heard that Ethan killed... The family, and, and albeit it was indirectly, mm-hmm. but um, his his jaw kind of dropped, I think. Yeah. But stepping up and actually killing his father. I was really excited for Malcolm, because I feel like this was the, I want to say the first time, but it was probably the strongest time we've seen him be fatherly toward Ethan. Like, when mm-hmm. he, he shuts his, uh, he shuts his actual, his bio, bio dad down, and then he, to... Pull the trigger in the church. Like, he's already, like, he killed his son, mm-hmm. essentially. He couldn't save his daughter. Like, he knows he's damned. I like that this all showed, like, I still believe in redemption for you, Ethan. I mm-hmm. still believe that you don't have to follow the same paths as any of the three of your fathers have gone down. Yeah. You can be better than all of us. 
And I really liked that. I was glad Malcolm stepped up. I think, too, he knows that they have a lot to take care of. Like, they've got a lot of business in front of them. I think he knows Vanessa's always got issues, so Ethan's needed. And, like, this guy's just going to be a thorn in there heal until uh, he's gone. Yeah, he made it pretty clear that he was yeah. not intending he was to stop. Keep hunting. Yeah. He was asking for it. Literally. Yeah. Literally begging yeah. for death. it. Which I think actually is kind of understandable at yeah. this point. Like you have nothing he left. Has nothing to live you have for. No family. Yeah. Like your yeah. land doesn't mean much anymore. You lost yeah. your son. Yeah. yeah. He's no longer your son. Yeah. Pretty much. I wonder why he was so insistent to go out by Ethan's hand though. Like, why did it need, like, I think it's it was probably more full closure, really, mm-hmm. just to the actual story, because Ethan is the reason why the family died, mm-hmm. and he might as well be the end reason why he died, too. This makes sense. Yeah. But, unfortunately, Rip Gerald. Jared. That was his name. <laughs> Jared. Um, he dies. And that was it. So, what do you think that will do for Ethan and Sir Malcolm? Is that the end of the whole Apache story, the father storyline? I don't think Catanay. He's still alive, right? And we saw that in the preview, Catanay appears to Vanessa. So, I think this little trio is going to go back to London and Mm -hmm. try and help her out. Or, I think they're going to sense that she's under attack somehow. See, Catanay saved the day. Yeah. Yeah. I love Catanay. I was like, he's great. He's cool. You were too stubborn to die. I was like, that's right. That's our Catanay. Yeah, they definitely felt like there was a building of like, we're getting the team back together. Mm -hmm. Like, it's happening. So, I'm ready for that. Please happen next week. And, and he grounds does. Ethan to Katane in this weird way, even though they have this hatred for one another. Mm-hmm. I think he grounds him in his like Apache Life. way of thinking, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I still yeah. don't trust him. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. Even now? No. Even after saving, I life? feel like this was not. This was part of his uh, mission, but I don't think that's the whole story, and I don't think. I, I, I still don't trust him. I'm sorry. I he think said he's his going whole to mission do... was to, to make sure you didn't fall to darkness, which, point, because you did. <laughs> you got Hecate out of the picture. You killed the evil dad. Um, and then he said he would do anything to protect him. I, I think that he's a good guy, and I hope that he does come back to London and we'll see some of his cool fighting tricks over there. Yeah. I think it would be great if Katane went back because if we got the whole band back together, the person Ooh. who's missing from the original group is Sam Benny. Mm-hmm. So and the kinda, mystic. We kind of have to like similar character yeah, wise, yeah. very, very yeah. similar. So we kind of have to like replace Sam Benny, even though he can't be replaced, but like put in Katane and good call. And Foreign mystic. Mm, so that I like that. I, I, I could totally see Katane be part mm-hmm. of the the, tr- the group. group <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd like Absolutely. that. That'd be nice. Okay, anything else about this episode? So good. So good. Uh, yeah. I love shout out one love. person in the chat. So John Doe, who's with us almost every weekend, is super awesome. Hi, John Doe. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Um, yeah, like he said earlier, uh, Dracula seems like he's evil for the sake of being evil, where Dorian seems like he does it because it gives him an adrenaline rush. And I really like that comparison of like, that, that sways me a little so maybe Dorian can be like because you can get a new adrenaline rush mm-hmm. you can replace your adrenaline rush but you can't really replace a bloodlust with anything mm-hmm. you can get like addicted to killing like that's yeah. kind of your height but you know Dorian has killed mostly to benefit himself like it yeah. is definitely like an egocentered thing but you can kind of do that so okay John you swayed me a little I, yeah. I see your point here that's a good point Dracula and Lucifer mm. in their core are evil and yes. that's kind of the difference, I guess. I still want to see Dorian's portrait. 
Yes. yes. They teased it forever, and we still we haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it. It's season three, everybody. Show but the portrait. Do, you have to do remember, because it is a television show. If you reveal it, then that's pretty much the end of his character. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. keep the mystery alive. Keep his character going. Or reveal mm-hmm. I want to see off. it. Yeah. yeah, me too. I want to yeah. see it. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get to predictions. Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Renee, let's start with you. Okay, so I don't think that Victor is done. I think even though Lily threatened to kill him the next time he stepped in her way, I don't think he's done, and I think this time Jekyll is going to help. I also think that uh, if John Clare's son, or not uh, if, but when his son dies, I think he's going to try to get Victor to bring him back to life. And lastly, I think Catanet is going to do something bad in the future, and I'm sorry. I know like him. I don't trust him. You are really against Catanet. I don't like him. Um, so we have a lot of death omens here. We had Lyle going to Emotep. We have these night creatures, and then um, our new girl, Catriona. Uh, Car- Car- Catriona, thank you, is a thanatologist who is the studier of death. So I. I kind of agree with you in that I think the son is going to die and then there will be some kind of like thing to bring him back. I don't know what that will make him. Some kind of, what kind of like supernatural creature that'll make him. I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, I'm also wondering if that is how they defeat um, Dracula is through some kind of like, because he's pretty much dead already. He's living and subsiding off of blood. Uh I think she's going to come in in a big way and using like a bunch of different rituals or something to take out Dracula and we'll maybe see the beginnings of that next episode. Okay. Angela, how about you? Well, I said it the first episode (laughs) of our after show this season that I thought that Victor was going to bring back John Clare's son and I think we've gotten even closer to that. I think that John Clare's son is going to die and he'll do whatever he has to to get him back. Um, even though, you know, maybe John Clare is like, oh, not, you know, make, made me a monster. I think he's going to feel like, well, maybe it can be successful. So I think he'll try that. And I think um, Victor and Dorian will t- team up, as you guys said. Um, and I think our new friend, Catriona, is mm-hmm. going to, as a good girlfriend should, <laughs> clue Vanessa in on the fact that, hey, maybe this seductor that, you know, you're you're with right now, yeah. seducer <laughs> that you're with right now is uh, Dracula. Interesting. Yes. Um, one more thing about Catriona. I, apparently, um, her last name is Hart Diggin, and uh, uh, played by Perdita Weeks, but there's actually H.G. Wells' film the time machine the lead character was never named but the film the time traveler and that was named alexander hartigan so maybe there's some parallelism with that storyline that brings catriona but i i am really excited to see this new character i think she'd be great to pair her up with vanessa because i lord knows what happens with the world and they take it on um that'll be fun i think victor and Dorian will take over and try to overthrow Lily. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a literally a bloodbath. Cool, oh, yeah. especially mm. yeah, definitely cool. But all the women against those two guys. Oh yeah. Ooh, who knows what's going to happen? And then everyone is eventually going to be back up in London. I'm going to yeah. say it every episode until Ooh. it actually happens. <laughs> it needs to happen. Vanessa, our get whole back. thing will bring this yes. about. 
And then the chat has, uh, they're saying that we did see the picture of Dorian Gray in the end of season two after he killed his wonder, lover. Isn't he like an old man or something? He's all like hobbled in, over. In the story. In, yeah. in the story. Yeah, I think we like, saw the picture. Didn't we? I don't remember. Really the, the chat is, is confident that we have seen the yeah, photo. Yeah. You know what? Like, thinking back because, you know, this is so long ago. But, yeah, there, there was chains and whatnot. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but it was we did quick. See it. Yeah, it, it was, was quick. quick. I'd like a enough. better look. He he was <laughs> hun- yeah he was hunched over. Wasn't yeah. He? Yeah. yeah, he was kind of like frail and, over and yeah. Like an animal. Oh my goodness. Good call, yeah. guys. Thank yes. you for the catch. Recalling <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I think I was just getting it mixed up with the actual story mm-hmm. book and remembering the fact that we actually have. But yes, thank you. Um, but I think it, I mean it still makes it interesting for Dorian for his character. There's a him lot becoming, we don't know about him in yeah, general. Him becoming more vulnerable because he started off so strong and power hungry, and now he's kind of becoming weak. Yeah, and I, I would like to see him revisit the photo. I'm sorry, the painting because it has such a personal meaning to him. When, when and as we're seeing him diminish in himself, I think that he would return to that for strength, mm. a reminder of who he is. So I do. Think, I want to bring it back because it's so much part of his mythos, and I feel like it it's is. kind of missing at a little bit at this point for me. And yeah, and I think that's probably why we had such a hard time because we only saw it for maybe one or two minutes on the right. screen, and that was it. Yeah, not yeah. enough. Yeah. But all right, excellent episode. Yep. More to come. In the meantime, where can everyone keep following you? Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Renee Ariel. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me on Twitter at Joel Monique, Instagram underscore Joel Monique, and every week on BlackGirlNerds.com. And I'm Angela Struck, and you can find me on Twitter at the Angela Struck and on Instagram at Angela Struck. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Keep rating, keep commenting. You guys are amazing with your predictions and comments uh, of just the show and the characters in general. We love it. Keep it coming. We read every single one of them. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and watching us every week. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.